Well, what's up, everyone? Nate here with Good Morning Liberty. If you've been listening, then you know that I am out this week, and so is Charlie. So we are bringing you some special episodes from some of our friends. Today, we're bringing you an episode from Ignore the Rant. Make sure you go look for that on your podcast app. And a special shout out to Jim. I don't even know who that is, but you might know who Magoo is. You're going to love this episode. We did put the explicit tag on it for a reason. So enjoy the episode. But before we get into this episode, we're going to bring you a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Let's talk about burnout. I'm not here this week. You know why? I'm a little bit burnout on everything that we talk about on a daily basis. It happens to everyone. I work a lot. I work at least 12 hours a day. I've been going here and there, up to Illinois, down to Chattanooga, trying to make time for everyone, not making a lot of time for myself. So this week, I'm making some time for myself, all right? We know life can be overwhelming. A lot of people get burned out, and you don't even know it. Maybe you don't have any motivation. Maybe you're irritable. Maybe you got uh, fatigue. You're tired all the time. You're probably not even being as productive as you could be. And we all think that that's just because of work, but it's not the only thing. All of the things that we deal with, it's family, it's friends, and yes, it's work. Well, BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing all that stress in your life. Now, I've gone to therapy before. Charlie uses BetterHelp uh, every week. He talks to his therapist from BetterHelp. He loves it. Super easy to use. His therapist is great. It's helped him out a lot. The times that I've gone to therapy in my life, some of the most important time I've spent figuring stuff out. Okay, so BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in another 48 hours. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com GML. That's BetterHelp.com GML. Let's get into this episode. Warning, some members of this podcast have been known for gratuitous use of the F word. If the F word is something that offends you, fuck it, let's do this. Awesome. Hit the theme music, Doug. Greetings to all of the listeners of the Good Morning Liberty podcast. This is not that. Not even close. Not at all. But welcome. Yeah, we are Ignore the Rant. And uh, speaking is Jim, or as the listeners of Good Morning Liberty might know me better, it's Magoo. Magoo, yo. And this is Arona. And I'm Doug. And we comprise Ignore, Ignore the Rent. Hey. <laughs> Let's see how many times we can get our name in there. We said it together. Yeah, it's called branding. We're going to take this thing over. But uh, yeah, we're sorry to report that uh, Nate and Chuck have, uh, they flew the coop this week. They were abducted. And they've left us. With the controls. Oh, you're all in danger. All of you. Oh, yeah. They're duct taped up in the van. We might destroy this whole empire before this episode's over with. Yeah, they made a very poor decision in allowing us to take over the airwaves this morning. But hey, this is what you're left with. Yeah, you know, I I took them as uh, being a little smarter than that. But uh, this this is a morning show, isn't it? Yeah, well, good morning. Yeah, and uh, I mean, eight o'clock in the morning, something like that. People listening to this. Well, kind of. They record all 
throughout the day. They never record at one in the morning like we are right now. Right. So we're right. running on a, a little bit of empty. We're, well, we're yeah, we're good. Good morning. Yeah, we're the great morning podcast. That's right. We're oh, before and, everybody. And fellas, we have absolutely no business being played for this many folks at once. None whatsoever. We are completely out of our league, but we're going to run with it like we know what we're doing. And so what we've done <laughs> what we have done for you today is we are presenting a best of Ignore the Rant. It's just going to be a random clip show, just a bunch of random crap we've pulled up going back 10 months all the way up until last month. These clips are just jammed right up on each other. Some of them aren't going to make that much sense when they transition, but you'll deal with it. Most yeah. of them won't. Nah. And, yeah. and that's how show go, shows go anyways, naturally. So. Especially with ours. <laughs> oh, yeah. You'll see. Uh, but our goal is to show an array of our ridiculousness, and uh, obviously we can't guarantee that you'll like any of it. But if you do, come on. Come on over. Join us. Lastly, but not leastly, thank you, Chuck and Nate. Enjoy the show. And speaking of money and the vaccine, I mentioned this guy last week, uh, Josh Ferguson, who has the channel on YouTube, The Hourly Struggle. He's he's putting out almost daily content now. He took like eight months off, and now it's just he's coming out all the time. Um, I really dig what he's doing. He's been making videos for a couple years, but he made one video this week. I want to play it. I think it's very pertinent to the discussion we're having right now. Uh, he just came out with a video within the past couple of days, and it's just titled Follow the Vaccine Money. And it's six and a half minutes. I'm going to play it, stop it, you know, pause it and play it. And I would like to discuss with the group. My entire life, the left has discounted corporate science as some sort of boogeyman to be feared and reviled. You can't trust that study. Big oil paid for it. You can't trust that paper. Big agriculture paid for it. You can't trust that data. Big dairy funded it. And so on and so forth. And today we're being told to trust what Pfizer tells the FDA as though these same allegedly monetary interests don't exist across all fields of government regulated and captured fields. Now we're going to preface some math with a little story. Back in 2005, the United States Supreme Court changed the meaning of the Fifth Amendment to the U.S. Constitution in order to allow the government to steal private property on behalf of the Pfizer Corporation because raising taxes was ruled a common good. This is the famous case of the Little Pink House, and at least one book has been written on the subject. This ruling effectively meant that you could no longer own property in America if any government branch or agency wanted it because all they'd have to do was offer it for sale to anybody who would pay higher taxes on the site. Now, this followed a trend of the Supreme Court deferring to the whims of the state over the rights of the people. It should come as no surprise that this ruling in favor of megacorporations and endless government corruption was five to four, with the liberal flank of Stevens, Socher, Breyer, and Ginsburg being joined by pretend swing vote Kennedy. Let's skip ahead five years, and when Pfizer's tax breaks expired, they left the area, causing headaches and heartaches and only accomplishing a Supreme Court ruling essentially nuking the right to private property in America. Your rights to these people stopped where the government's interests begin, and the government's interests are not the interests of the people. I am the Senate. But rather the interests of the <laughs> lobbyists, mega donors, unions, and special interests that largely control every branch of government up to and including the Supreme Court. But what does this have to do with Pfizer today, I hear you asking? Well... We can show that the local governments and states and the feds all the way up to the Supreme Court are willing to screw you over to grow governmental power and benefit corporate interests. That's what that case showed us. That case was about Pfizer making more money in the area and therefore paying more taxes to the government. So now let's talk about the fiduciary interests of Pfizer in regards to the vaccines. Now we'll even ignore what they've already been paid to date. We're simply going to talk about the 
booster shots that Biden, Fauci are recommending. Recommendations, mind you, that are not backed by science currently because testing on their effigy hasn't been done yet. And you can see evidence of this by staff resigning over this political narrative takeover of the so-called science. To qualify, we're focusing on Pfizer because they're the only vaccine that is FDA approved thus far and thus will likely be the favorite choice for most pharmacies and patients. Fauci has intimated that the lockdowns might end when we reach 80% vaccination status. I mean, we know, looking at Israel, Australia, and elsewhere, that tyrants are never planning to give up the power they've currently granted themselves, irrespective of metrics, but that 80% number is cited pretty regularly. The current administration is also saying that they're expecting approval for everybody ages five and up. We're just kids, you know? Now the financial stuff. Currently, Pfizer is making $19.50 on every shot, and those administering it through Medicaid, such as CVS, Target, Walmart, etc., are getting $40 per shot. Biden and Fauci are claiming you'll need a booster as often as every five months for Lord knows how long, and your liberties and freedoms will be tied to these booster shots. So assuming for the sake of amusement that the state will ease up when we reach 80% vaccinated, that means that 243,686,000 people ages five and up will have to get the shots. That works out to $4,752,072,000 for oh, Pfizer shit. per shot and $9,747,840,000 for the companies administering the shots. Okay. Wow. I, now, he, <clears throat> talk, he talks fast and he throws a lot out there. Oh, yeah. If you didn't understand, feel free to rewind or watch his video, pause it, write the shit down. He shows, and I'm not showing it to you guys the way that the studio is set up. He's showing articles, headlines, science reviews with highlighted areas. And so he's he's done his homework, uh, but he's a fast talker. And we get now we're getting into the numbers. And I don't know if anybody picked up on the numbers he just threw out there. I picked up on them. Mm -hmm. 60 Four. bucks a shot, basically, is what it is. Yeah. yeah, it's sixty bucks for every because nineteen dollars and fifty cent goes to Pfizer, forty dollars goes to the provider. Yeah, that, so that's sixty bucks a shot right there, basically. And then he did the math. You know, four billion. Now, now think about this: four billion plus almost five billion to Pfizer just for one round of boosters, and almost ten billion to the providers. And who's paying for that? We are. What? Well, it, but Dougie, I thought you said it was free. It's the government, man. The government paid for it. Now, the point that Josh is making in this video is just you've heard the you've heard the saying, follow, follow the, follow money. the money. Yes. And that will lead you to at least a reason. May, it, it may not be the single solidarity, you know, the, the solitary reason, but it's pretty hard to argue with it. Now, he he starts this by establishing some historical relevance between Pfizer and in the Supreme Court, land ownership, partnership with the government to increase a certain tax base in an area. Right. They have already shown that they're willing to partner up to get what they want, irregardless, <laughs> regardless of the desire of the people. Because as we've already established on this podcast for over a year, the government doesn't give a fuck about its people. So I say Mitch McConnell and okay. Nancy Pelosi <laughs> need to show us their fucking stock, the yeah. money they have, the stock that they have. And if Pfizer is on that list, they need to be expelled immediately. Well, and, you know, for any readers out there, Noam Chomsky, you know, in 89, along with a buddy of his, put out manufacturing consent. And this is the exact shit that they were talking about follow that money 
understand that all the information information being fed to you is for a purpose you are being led and i'm start sorry to bring up the sheep kind of you know metaphor again as far as that goes but that being said you're just one of the sheep man hey i mean to to a point we all are people historically have always been led but also fuck noam chomsky because he just recently came out and he is for forced vaccinations uh where he's good on war he sucks on everything else oh no no no. yeah he he's uh got some blind areas for sure but manufacturing consent was for sure not one of them yeah and Um, he's, he's playing a part in it now yeah yeah so uh, it's fuck him. I know it's it, it it's always about the money, dude. It's yeah. always yeah. about the money. So we're a little over halfway, or maybe right at halfway. Try to stick with if if I need to pause it, let me know. But stick with me here because he's going to carry this out, and we're going to get to some very 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 large numbers that might just uh, rip this whole fucking thing wide open. Oh yeah. If, if any of our listeners aren't there with us by now. I don't know how you cannot be after this. Yeah, if you do the booster shots every five months, man, you're talking. Now, if you need one every five months, that's two a year and change, but we'll just say two a year. That's $14,499,912,000 a year at stake here. If you don't think that $14 billion, that's B with a billion, $14 billion per year is enough to impact policy despite constantly being told that other companies control our government for less, I don't know what to tell you. Oh, wait. Yes, I do. That 1950 that Pfizer is getting per shot is a negotiated pandemic price, and the board of Pfizer expected to go up. In fact, the company has stated that moving forward, Pfizer's jab is going to get more on price. And by on price, they mean closer to the $150 to $200 price they get for other vaccines. But also, seems expensive. Now, again, just to amusingly assume that the state, via inflation and tax dollars, picks up the tab for these shots at 80% vaxxed for the only currently FDA-approved vaccine, that's a total potential value of at least $36,554,400,000 if we set the cost at the lower $150 price cited by Pfizer. That's per shot at 80% vaxxed, stage 5 and up, which is what we're being warned about. You've been given the plainest warning. And that works out to $78,108,800,000 per year for a booster shot every five months, not counting the extra two months each year, which themselves would equal an additional $36 billion over three years. <laughs> and don't forget, we still have that $9.7 billion being paid to those administering the shots. So now we're up to about $82 plus billion a year. And then all of the downstream costs, such as regulatory and other government functionaries that will need to be hired to track all of this and prosecute the other 20% of people that say this othering and treating like terrorists, and, and, and. There are going to be a lot of police officers, code enforcers, and bureaucrats making a killing on overtime once this papers, please regime goes into full swing. Papers, please. Fundamentally, if we're supposed to believe that money corrupts in all fields, agriculture, farming, oil, automobiles, and so on and so forth, you can't expect us to ignore the $82 plus billion profit motive in pushing Pfizer's jab on the American people. Oh, and don't forget... We're a world leader others will follow, especially if people want to be able to travel here. So the need for a vaccine is a global problem, which pushes the profits into the stratosphere. We're talking about an unfathomable, it's without fathom, amount of money at play here. So excuse me if I don't trust the people with that much to lose if actual science works against them. You can trust Pfizer and the rest of Big Pharma if you want, which is hilarious considering that Bayer Pharmaceuticals owns Monsanto, 
but I don't ever want to hear you talking about the corrupting influence of money in politics ever again. Seriously, you, you gotta shut up. Because if politicians in the government writ large are capable of ignoring Pfizer's profit motive here and all of the other profit motives here, you don't really have a leg to stand on to think that they can't ignore it elsewhere. And it'd be nice if you acted accordingly. Thanks for watching, listening, and paying attention. And see, he brings up a, a big point there with science. And th this is a big talking point where it's like, well, you know, if you're not, you know, participating in the vaccine, you're not following the science. I want to remind people, you know, most of the time on scientific studies, usually on the low end, it's four or five years after something occurs that we actually end up getting some kind of conclusion that we can follow, if not 10 years or more. The takeaway is 82 billion 82 plus billion dollars just for pfizer just for these booster shots and so that's only one company for the boosters not to mention and what he went into all of the other overhead that's going to go in with tracking it policing it enforcing you know this that and everything else um i think all of pfizer's shareholders that are in government should be exposed all of them I sincerely think that you're going to see a lot more of that. It's been going on for a couple months now, but you're only going to see more of that kind of shit at town hall meetings and school board meetings. And I think that's good. I think that's fine. I think that there needs to be pushback, but or near the uh, library of Congress. Yeah. I would, <laughs> I would much rather people just disengage from, um, you know, the, the, the schools and the restaurants and all that, just, mm -hmm. just see how they can exist without you. That's my point yeah. is fully. If you really want to get your way, disengage entirely and watch how quickly they will bend to what you, then you'll actually have power begging to be allowed to use their services still allows them to have that. And I've already yeah. said that before, but what, what does end up having or happening as a result is you get people that, only hear enough to get upset and then they take it out in very unproductive ways. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned this on last week's episode and I was not expecting it to happen as quickly, <laughs> but I mentioned, you know, there's a lot of anger about this Afghanistan pullout and the, the, the poor planning or what at least appears to be poor planning. I think it's going exactly to plan. Um, mm -hmm. I think they want it to be as dirty and nasty and as, uh, you know, not, not peaceful looking as possible, but a lot of people, um, that are not that, well, I'll just say it intelligent are just going to get angry. And I mentioned it on the last episode. I, I understand the anger, you know, turn off the TV, go outside, do something good for yourself, exercise, you know, get laid, whatever. Um, but I was most worried about people turning that anger and pointing it directly at the government. And I'm talking like, government buildings in dc <laughs> hmm. and when you know it just as we put out the episode i was getting alerts there is a there's a loose cannon in dc holding dc hostage with a supposed bomb threat and i was like oh fuck i gotta see what this is about <laughs> and so i fire up the old interwebs and there's pictures of this guy in a in his black pick him up truck that ain't seen a car wash since he bought it what you know it's got mud on it's got big jacked up tires and there's an angry white male oh wow he's hitting all the blocks he's checking all the boxes oh and he finishes it off with the accent oh the, yeah well so <laughs> the first thing i see is a picture taken by a, a 
supposedly a student walking to class that snapped a picture of this guy and there's he's throwing all of his money on the ground outside of his truck. He's got his <laughs> truck pulled up on the sidewalk outside the Library of Congress. And and I'm seeing this and I'm like bomb threat. They look, looks like a pickup truck. Yeah. It's like a crazy guy that is just throwing money out, which this is normal. This tracks a lot of people who are anti-government will show up to DC and start throwing their currency around because this is all bullshit. Making it no, rain. Making no, it rain. There's no value. Money's fake. Eh, whatever. Make hey. it rain on me. Come over to my house and throw some I money mean, in take, my yard. I'll take your fake money. I don't go yeah, fuck. Throw it in my yard. I'll buy fake shit with your fake money. Like yes. we can work out a deal. Yes, I don't see you like, you know, stop throwing the shit on the ground, people. Um and so immediately I'm just like, okay. Well nothing's happening. This guy's just parked there and DC looks pretty fucking empty. Like this doesn't track. It was like 930 in the morning and he shows up behind the Capitol between the Capitol and the Library of Congress while Congress is on recess. They're not even in D.C. So I'm like, well, this automatically is starting to sound like a fake, like a, a flag that might be less than genuine. <laughs> Possibly. And so come to find out a little bit after like some information's trickling in. And then come to find out this guy's been live streaming for hours on Facebook, live streaming him driving into D.C., driving up to police checkpoints saying, hey, you better clear the area. I got a bomb in my truck and it's going to level two and a half blocks of D.C. if you don't listen to me. And the cops are just like, yeah, sure. Right this way. <laughs> and dude, yeah. What was the first comment that I sent to you? It was like, dude, John Malkovich is pissed. Well, yeah, we didn't know what he looked like until... We start seeing videos of his live streams. Yeah. And I'm going to play a few clips. We're going to do one thing we've never done on this show before, because typically we kind of pre-screen any audio that we're going to play on the show. And we already have it kind of somewhat organized. I watched the entire 30-minute live stream while he's sitting on the curb. And I clipped it like two minutes here, seven minutes here, uh, because I knew that they were going to nuke the guy's Facebook channel, which they did but not until hours after he had already been live streaming. And so it just kind of made me think, it's like, it's DC. They have cell phone blockers in DC. Yeah, but they do. They, it's, they it's, could have easily just nuked every technological anything in his fucking truck, especially cell phones. But they didn't, they didn't want to do that. No. no. He's got mm -hmm. to no, get his message out there. You got to parse out little pieces. Yes, you got you to make gotta, it look legit. Gotta feed the, the CIA feed the had to give their puppet a chance to, you know, uh, you know get in the pond a so, little bit. So Congress might not have been in D.C., but yeah, all of those fuckers very much were. And so we're going to do a little thing called Clip Roulette. I'm just going to pick a clip, a random clip. I don't know what the fuck he says on this. Um, we guarantee it's gold, though. Yeah, so here's what, um, first of all, the guy's name, um, uh, this is the news report. CBS News confirms the man in a truck near the U.S. Capitol who claims to have a bomb is one Floyd Ray Roseberry of Grover, North Carolina. Of course he had to have a Ray in there, that two-name kind of Southern guy. I mean, that's the Southernest, whitest name you could have <laughs> on him. He wants President Biden to resign and claims in a Facebook live stream that the revolution is on. Did they find a man liquor Carcano in the back of his truck? <laughs> Did they find one of those? I don't even know what that is. Uh, uh, you don't know? Yeah, I did. Oh, that's the, that's the rifle that was used to assassinate Kennedy. Oh. Oh. Uh, 
Yeah, none of us knew that. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> hey, history. It's a little history moment for you. Uh, it was they, the it was the CIA rifle. Oh, I'm sorry. The <laughs> rifle that was used to kill Kennedy. I was wondering if they found that in the back of his truck. Maybe. Yeah. He, he looks like he's a probably kind of, same kind of, one. He's probably a connoisseur. <laughs> Might have been the same one. So all right, chat roulette clip number one. Let's see what old Ray has to say. But you don't want to shoot these windows out, I'm telling you. <laughs> the boys over on top of that roof, you don't want to shoot these windows out. When you shoot these windows out, the revolution is on even harder. There's going to be four more going off across this town. It ain't my fault. <laughs> okay, so that's clip one. <laughs> it ain't my fault. Uh, I didn't do this. Yeah. I'm sure he's got stock. And what's, what are those low grade explosives that you were showing tannerite. me? Yeah. Tanner, yeah, Tanner. Yeah, <laughs> Tanner. Well, apparently he had Tannerite at the top of this coffee can or whatever can that uh, supposedly was slap full of the most powerful gunpowder you ever did see. That was in another clip I don't have. But uh, when he was telling the Capitol Police to let me through, I'm here to talk to Joe. And so. Yeah, he looks like John Malkovich. Southern accent as though he was created in a Hollywood studio. What planet do you have to be born on to think that you're going to get that meeting with Joe? I mean, it's, Well, he is an American citizen. Yeah, and I just want to talk to and uh, you have the, right the to, people's to, leader. To meet with your leaders. Exactly. I think it's in the Nuremberg Code. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's in there somewhere. <laughs> it should be. I don't know. Oh, fuck. All right. So let's see. What does old Ray got to say today? <laughs> Round two. All I want to do is set this bomb down. <laughs> and go home. Oh, shit, Ray. They told me how to deactivate it, Joe. <laughs> they told you. Yeah. That little blue light right there works off decimals. <laughs> you come up with your little Billy Jacks busting my windows, it's going to go boom, brother. <laughs> Holy shit. DC was held captive by Boom Hour. <laughs> See this little blue light right here? You click, 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 click. You go, they boom. told him. Who was they? They told him so how the to. CIA? You hear that? That, <laughs> was, a, that was a little nugget. There. So in his full 30-minute vid- vidya, which uh, I've got saved because <laughs> this is the kind of guy I am. He talks about, he goes in to descriptive terms on who made this bomb for him. And he talks about, he's like, it's somebody that y'all trained. It's it's somebody that was trained by you, Joe. Ain't, he ain't got no legs. No, he already got them blown up. But he knows how to build bombs, and he's the guy that did this. And well, he told me that if it gets over a certain decimal level in here, uh, decimals. <laughs> yes, I'm it's talking about decimals. a lot of periods, a lot of bro. points. <laughs> <laughs> if we reach a certain threshold of periods and points and dots, this thing's going off. <laughs> so don't be too loud. Like, like the decimals in front of my actual IQ. So don't get too judicious with that period key. Yeah. 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 Now listen to me. Don't you be too listen loud. Listen to me, Joe. You know, them I'm de- Ray. Them, them decimals might go off if you're too loud. So clearly, he's he meant to say the word decibel, 
you know, equating to sound oh, level. Yes. But the motherfucker just was stuck on decimals <laughs> because I don't think he knows the fucking difference. Yeah, I, I don't think he does either. That is, that is some classic shit. Right oh, there, my bro. God. All I want to do is put this bomb down, go home. I want to see this yeah. South Park. Matt and Trey, get on this. Get on this one. Oh, Dude, you, said, you said you got a seven minute clip. Yeah. Why don't you just drag it out to a random part in the middle of that and just i, I want to know all right let's see what <laughs> get random get random with it yeah 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 because i mean it's uh, that is classic it doesn't matter what comes out of his mouth man it's fucking too bad he's going to jail i, I want know, this man. guy to have his po- own podcast I-, I want him to be on <laughs> south park yeah <laughs> all right so here's in the very beginning i just scrolled two and a half minutes in i have no idea what the fuck this guy's talking about Let's see. That's when it goes off. <laughs> and it ain't my fault. <laughs> I got your roads blocked. You think? Traffic report. I know I'm here. They know. <laughs> I see the snipers over on the building. <laughs> they better listen before they shoot. <laughs> I better listen for that shit. You don't want to trigger them decimals. Biden has a chain shortage for a reason. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That yeah. is great. Oh, so yeah. he's got bags oh, of change. change. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nickels, dimes, quarters, pennies—you name it, he's got it. Yeah. And apparently, he's claiming that uh, he's fixed the chain shortage sure. because he's got it all. In an effort to to use money as the shrapnel if his truck blows up. There you go. I mean, this guy's got it in spades. It's just a shitload of pennies. So I think he, okay, now that I kind of know where he's at, I think he goes into talking about his change. I got loads of it. <laughs> loads of it, Biden. And it don't take but a half a roll of nickel to eat to a fifth caliber bullet. But I'm telling you, them snipers come in, they start shooting this window out. This bomb's going off because it was built by y'all's people, by the people y'all had in the military. Oh. Y'all were the ones that trained the man to build it. He blowed his legs off building them. Blowed his legs off. So this thing's right. Okay. Watch them decimals. <laughs> Watch them decimals. So that motherfucker blew his feet off. This bomb. <laughs> he ain't got no legs. He ain't got no legs. <laughs> which is why I know that this bomb is tits. <laughs> he done blown his legs off making explosives. Making That's why it. I trust him. That is- <laughs> That is fucking insane. Yeah. Fuck. Oh. It's the funniest shit ever. So, uh, spoiler alert, they just arrested the guy. Nothing fucking happened. Like, mm-hmm. he, he willingly left his vehicle, crawled over to the police, and they arrested him. And it's funny. I haven't heard any follow-up on whether or not there was actually any explosives found in his vehicle. No. Right. Right. Ain't that funny. Or a half a roll of nickels. Man. <laughs> Plus, he, he also threatens that he had five buddies Four or four, he he would total up to make the total of five. Oh, gotcha! But he had he had four buddies, and they were all triggered to go off at the same time. All around, and and I was chosen to be the one to come here. They chose me, Joe. 
And I, there's more clips, but dude, I mean, fuck, do I'm going to have an aneurysm if we yeah, play anymore. Yeah, I know, I am too, dude. That guy. That what do those friends have to look like for him to be the chosen one? Well, here's the thing. There were no other guys. Of course not. He told his wife he was going to work. He woke up earlier than normal and drove from North Carolina up there and went on this little stage. I've seen a lot of people, the second that I shared this story in some of the groups I'm in, immediately they were like, this is bullshit. That guy's a fed. Other people's were like, you know, whoever built the bomb is the actual fed, and they just picked the dumbest guy in this town and got them all riled up. And he there blowed might be, his legs off. There might be some truth in that. I mean, th- before they nuked his Facebook, you could people were going back and screen grabbing some of the shit he's been saying for oh, years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this guy burnt his Carolina Panthers jerseys back when Kaepernick was kneeling, even though Kaepernick was never a Panther. Um, <laughs> Perfect guy. The guy's a fucking moron. Perfect guy. Was to he pick. one of the Nike guys? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So he's easily susceptible to be coerced into thinking things and doing things based on how stupid he is. Yeah. All it takes is a is is uh, Facebook and the CIA can find there just mm-hmm. cream of the crop. Yeah. Of so people to just go to and say, ah, there's our guy. Yeah. So the reason why the snipers never shot is because they knew that there wasn't anything to be worried about. Cause they'd probably been in contact with this dude for months, getting them, you know, poking them with a stick. Hey, they'd have set them decimals off too. Yeah, they would have. It would have been loud as fuck. <laughs> Remember those tests we point, used to point, take, you point, know, way back when in our first episodes, uh, like, you know, uh, where are you in the BLM kind of scale? Oh, yeah, the BLM test, the BLM approval test. I, I think they should make a test for us. Which one of us is going to be the CIA asset? Mm. Mm. Wow. <laughs> it it really just comes down I to I think it's you, Arona. I do, too. I don't even yeah. think we need to take a test. <laughs> I think it's whoever's the most susceptible to propaganda. Now, shifting gears out of whatever the fuck this show has been to this point. You know, we did talk about sports pretty heavily in the first half hour. And we talked about football. And then we blew each other for 30 minutes. Well, I think most people can remember. But I have a story. I have an NFL story that I would like to share with you guys. That's a little different than football talk. It's more in the in the ignore the rant line of what we consider news. Now, this happened a couple of weeks ago, and it missed my radar because I don't live in Kansas City. <laughs> but the Chiefs, not only are they having a rough year this year, uh, their super fans are fighting each other in the stands. Now, if you don't know what the fuck a super fan is, congratulations, you're a normal human. But there are teams with diehard fans that paint their faces. Like, there's the Jets fire guy. Uh, every team's got yeah the fucking everything yeah the old before it was Vegas the you know Oak the Raiders with the you know big ass spike dude. Oh, yeah, so every team has a version of the people that just take their shit way too seriously. And they're super fans. They are. And I've always asked myself, you know, because you, you see them on TV, and you're like, that guy's got to be a paid member of, like, he's got to be on the, on the payroll to be that fucking into it and that fucking crazy. And then you start going to the games, and you see, like, they take pictures with people. Their personalities of, their, of themselves And I'm just stalling, waiting for this ad to end so that I can actually finally play this. But uh, here's a story that I want to share with you guys about a a tussle that happened in the stands between two Kansas City fans. Check this shit out. Fighting in the stands of Arrowhead Stadium is all over social media. 
This time with an odd twist. I'm John Holt. And I'm Christelle Bell. You know, before it was fans brawling as the Chiefs took on the L.A. Chargers. Last night it was super fans squaring up early in the game against the Buffalo Bills. Fox Sports' Jacob Kittlestad joins us live from Arrowhead after hearing from both so-called super fans. Jake? Well, if you spend any time around here on game day, you're likely to be aware of at least one of these men. The man known as the X Factor has been around for decades. He's the one seen in the video getting knocked down by another man who the people of Section 129 may know <laughs> as Red Extreme. Okay. What the fuck of are these wrestling names? Yeah, row 17, <laughs> seat 7. Everybody knows this. Everybody Now, note how professional... They are treating this story. This dude, they, they, they sound like wrestlers. I'm like, dude, they have entrance music to get into the fucking stadium? Yeah, it's amazing. I did not know that there was like this enclave of super fans <laughs> and this whole environment, this whole world. But it's just funny to me. It's a very professional newscast. We're going to talk about serious matters. I thought it was going to be a gang of them against a gang of them. <laughs> <laughs> clubs and shit. Now they're beating the fuck out of each other. That's still happening in Oakland. Okay. Yeah. That's but anyway. the Oakland super fan. So let's get into the story. This is the X Factor about six years ago. Meeting and whooping it up with young Chiefs fans. And this is X Factor today. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <geez>. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> he's he's in a hospital gown. Oh, my God. With his Chiefs headgear <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, with his Chiefs. Walking down a sidewalk <laughs> on a rainy day. <laughs> now, if anybody's ever been a part of a news interview, all of this is set up. They t Oh, how about we get a shot of you walking right, for right. B-roll footage? Right, so, right. <laughs> so, so this fight that they're talking about happened the prior week. And this guy's still in his hospital gown and his stupid fucking headgear. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, try not to look at us and pretend we're not here. Yeah, take it seriously. We're we're super fans. Pulled by his foam hat. This is Broncos colors from the hospital. They kicked me out of Arrowhead. <laughs> First time ever X Factor's been kicked out. <laughs> we don't have permission to show the video of the X Factor falling after an apparent punch, but it has nearly a million views on Twitter. The X Factor explains what happened from his perspective and who is involved. He's my old apprentice. I actually made him famous. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. You know, gave him the name Red Extreme. I saw him come run up the stairs at me and he was had that look, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> so, like, tried to grab his jersey to stop him and talk to him and he... Like the movie Friday, he deboed me one punch and I oh saw stars. They took it's all stars. Dude, okay. does, he, is he, does he have an extra chromosome somewhere? Oh, oh my God. Yeah, he did. He forgot it somewhere else. He made this guy famous. <laughs> yeah, he, I made him famous. He, he was his apprentice. Yeah. He, he, he showed him a million <laughs> He showed him the ropes of what being a super fan's all about. That is insane. That's and insane. This is when the, the teacher becomes the master, apparently, where the only way that you can become the supreme super fan is, is you have to kill his child. <laughs> you have to kill your teacher and take his throne. <laughs> you have to charge him and take it away. <laughs> okay, we'll continue. Um, I, I do triage at Arrowhead, check me out. I felt all right at the time, but then I didn't know I broke my ribs. Red Extreme, oh my God, said, 
15-minute video. Okay. Okay. This is getting a little more serious. (laughs) He broke some rings. What the fuck? (laughs) He didn't even know. (laughs) You know, I I, I might be a clumsy motherfucker, but I've never broken my ribs at a goddamn football game. And if you see the video, it's, it's slow motion at best. Like, yeah. It's not a physical. The dude's old, right? <laughs> he slowly goes down to the stairs. I, I might make the comment, he sounds exactly as I thought he would. Well, he's uh, got to be the senior because he's yeah. teaching the new guy, and the new guy's fucking taking the throne. Taking him he's out, gonna, man. Yeah, he's taking him out. God, I'm uh, done with you. Next time anybody's out at a professional sporting <laughs> event, keep an eye on these super fans. They're up to something. Dude, uh, <laughs> that is hey, some, I that call is cage match. Shit. Let's cage match a bunch of super fans. Oh, it would be wonderful. But uh, anyway, this story still has, we're only halfway through. There's more. Uh, here we go. Part two. ...to his Facebook page following the incident. He says, a cup of water was thrown and hit my wife in the back and splashed onto me. He continues, I have never in my life felt so bad about feeling so good because knocking that low-life son of a expletive out was the greatest feeling I've had in a long time. My problem. <laughs> okay. So these are <laughs> these are quotes <laughs> from the red extreme. Right. The guy who took out X Factor. Okay, yeah. I just All want right, everybody right, to be sure. Like, oh, <laughs> so this is the guy that charged right. the elder super fan. Yes. And he's never felt so bad about feeling so good <laughs> <laughs> about so dropping that old out. motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus okay. yeah, he's, he's got another quote here. It happened inside the stadium. And I never imagined in my life I would behave in that manner in the stadium. He also accuses the X Factor of being inebriated. It says that I'm a meth addict, which I, I'm a cocaine addict and alcoholic. I'm not a meth addict. I'm just cocaine and alcohol. Can you believe this low-life motherfucker <laughs> called me a meth addict? I only procure the finest of cocaine. <laughs> I don't deal with that dirt meth. And I'm also an alcoholic. <laughs> this dude's admitting it yeah. on the news. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I do want to have Brewer on, but we need to have this fucking guy on. Yeah, he might have to come first. Yeah. I think we know what his X factor is now, yeah. though. <laughs> it's cocaine. Brew a water bottle, I think, which I did. And I flipped my car a week ago Tuesday. So. <laughs> Thinking about retiring. He now. flipped his uh, car? Is that what he's saying? Yeah. 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 So, this guy's having a pretty bad yeah, run of yeah. luck. Yeah. He gets his ass kicked in the stadium. <laughs> he's being called well, a meth head, which clearly is it's untrue. It's cocaine. It's cocaine yeah. and alcohol. Yes. And then he flips his car. <laughs> a week ago. <laughs> yeah. Flip my car over what a week ago. What the fuck is going on Good in there? That's guy. a hell of a fucking trifecta. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh, fuck. All right. We only got 42 yeah. seconds left. Let's right. see. Let's see, see what if we he's... can make it. It's <laughs> making me stronger. Jesus. You know, Jesus was persecuted. <laughs> oh, my God. He really went there with he that. He's looking to press charges at this point. But throughout the day, we did try to connect directly with Red Extreme, but were turned down. However, immediately before our broadcast, we spoke by phone, and he stressed that anything that the X Factor says should be taken with a big dose of skepticism. <laughs> that he himself actually stepped liar. away from the superfan community because of his distrust and distaste 
of X Factor's behavior. Christina. No, you know what those words were, actually? <laughs> He's a He's lying. full of shit. He's a lying motherfucker. <laughs> that dude's full of shit. You put that on the news. He's full of shit. Yeah, you can quote <laughs> me on that, Jack. He's reminding me a lot of a certain Randy Quaid in fucking Major League. In fact, uh, just, I, I oh might, this might not be the God. correct clip, but... Uh, Randy Quaid was the first X Factor. The first super fan. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah, I stumbled across that story and I was like, oh. That was that's gold. This oh, is gold. This is our type of story. That's this is our type of story. That's crazy. That's funny as hell. I love you, X Factor. Dude. <laughs> hey, you, you got a new super fan. Thank you for teaching the young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next time, just don't teach them all the yeah, moves. Yeah, don't teach them everything. Whew. Gotta leave a few secrets uh, yeah. for yourself. Don't otherwise. teach them how to charge. <laughs> Jesus, he come charging. <laughs> so, so do you think he actually cracked his ribs in the stadium, or do you think it's more likely he cracked him in the car when rolling he over? Car, I, don't know, yeah, that was, that was, I, I, I think it was probably the prior week when he was trying to suck himself. But you know. all I know is, uh, I tip my proverbial cap off to X Factor. That motherfucker just gave a news interview of all news interviews. Yes, oh yeah. So my sister sent me this story. I was not aware of it at the time. And what I'm about to play for you is just a little clip from CBS News, the big professional mouthpiece of information in America. And I want to do a little contrast and compare. And we'll react to the story after this clip. And then and then we're going to take it more local. I want the more in-depth detail behind this story because you might be asking yourself, hey, Jim, what in the actual fuck is going on in Louisiana? So stay tuned gotten word that one Louisiana man is missing after apparently being attacked by an alligator in floodwater. Here's what we've been told. The man who lives in a raised home in the Slidell area inside of a wildlife res- refuge and there's a marsh around it. The floodwater had come in. The man went downstairs to his shed to get something. His wife heard a commotion. She looked down and the wife told investigators, I saw him being attacked by the alligator which reportedly ripped the man's arm off. Now the wife couldn't call 911 because the service was out. So she got in a boat, a P-Rogue as we know it around here in Louisiana. She flagged down help, and when they came with help, the man's body was gone. God damn. Shit. Wow. Dude, I mean, go get shit in the shed before the fucking hurricane. My God. I mean, apparently, hurricanes make the gators hungry. They get all restless. They get a little mad. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, hey... What's going on up there? Yeah. Oh, the water's rising? Yeah. Let's go check out this place I've never been. You get a little pissed off. What do you want to bet just before that happened? He's like, hey, I'm going down to the shed to get something. You don't want to go down there right now. Fuck you, bitch. All right. Go and see what happens. So what I thought immediately when I heard it, because obviously if it's just even as crazy as that story is, if you just go face value, wow, that's what happened. You know. Okay, that's good mm-hmm. enough. That's well. That's all well and fine. But the way that I see it, you know, it's been a little while since we ex- we as America experienced Tiger King. <laughs> I my first reaction, and maybe this has more to say about me <laughs> than anything else, but I was like, that woman offed her husband and yeah, is blaming it on these damn gators during a hurricane. 
She had finally had enough of his shit. And he was like, fuck you, devil woman. And he was on his way down to the shed, and she put one in the back of his noggin. And then the pushed. gators took him away. Yeah, because yeah. they ran, they they were in a wildlife refuge, yeah. Yeah. almost like a tiger refuge. Right. Hmm. There's seems to be this streak of old ornery wives feeding their husbands <laughs> to the livestock in their yards. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. There might be a parallel in here somewhere. Mm. Um, but uh, okay, so that was the national news. Now we're gonna we're gonna zero in. I got a three minute clip here from Slidell. Yes, yes. There you go. Now this is the local New Orleans uh, correspondent, and uh, well, let's just see if you notice any differences in the way that he does his reporting. Also, as we were just talking about, when you have such high water for such a period of time. Nature starts trickling in. So we let's see if y'all can listen to this right now. He's holding his microphone out so got we can frogs, listen to crickets. Got some crickets, it sounds like. A few other creatures in there. Some the of them, you know, <laughs> a few spend their time in the water a little bit. At least those frogs do, especially when we have water as high as this. This is yeah, really as far as like we water. can Bugs, walk little bad. in Slido-Libre. Just shortly ago, a report, report of a third storm-related death i want to kind of break down that get ready claim that gonna report, break it down what we know versus what we don't so st Tammany parish sheriff's office uh they have said at this point that they responded this morning okay to a call that a woman who dude take adderall right before the, the news starts made that she was looking for her husband her husband disappeared she said an alligator had taken him away so right now what kind of bit by bit her husband was outside. Okay. Now we're getting to it. Came through the water. Oh, go. Alligators? Attacking the husband. Okay. Then what happened there? She started calling authorities. Couldn't. She had some trouble actually calling the authorities. She had to get her way down here. Jesus Christ. Get, get to it. She could get to any sort of phone reception. From there, oh, she the called. Fuck? By that point, her husband was gone. The oh. alligator was gone. That's all we He's know right now. He's cheating on his That's wife with the gator. Sort of body. They have not found the alligator. No, the guy's name the was Gator. The Parish Sheriff's Office has been out here for about seven hours. They actually just left a little while ago. Still mm. haven't found anything. Nope. So a lot of reports, a lot of yep. speculation going out there about this so-called third storm-related death. So-called. We're still trying so to investigate Even a whole lot scared. of that. But one <laughs> thing is curious. for certain, this is not safe at all. And if you want to avoid <laughs> as many, you know, Difficult situations as possible. Stay away from that water. Stay away from the alligators. Still high after all these hours. Them so, gators might get you. Talked to some neighbors. A lot of them say that the man who had disappeared at the very least was quite, you know, uh -huh. knew his way around animals. That he wasn't just playing around with this alligator. They believe the story as it is known. I think he's trying to bone. What, he didn't play fetch with them. <laughs> so that's again all we know. Still very. Okay, now he's wrapping it up. Picking up the pieces as we know right now. Still waiting to hear official remarks from the sheriff's office. We have been in touch with them. Okay, so we haven't, fire, we haven't heard uh, from them yet. Office, fire department here in St. Tammany Parish. And that happened this morning, and they still haven't talked to him. Back and forth, but they're He's still going. Still He's still going. He's still wrapping up. Search. Perhaps tomorrow we shall see if they continue that search. Uh, still, a lot we don't fuck. know here. Just to okay. down. All right, the gator has officially turned the old man to shit. And, his <laughs> right. and, and, and like that was the worst. And that guy needs a new job. Oh, my goodness. Fucking we need to get hell. him on the podcast. Dude, it would be six hours. Yeah. Let's, get him. Let's get him on the podcast. <laughs> He'd be like, okay, so you see, they're have, well, first check out these 
kick-ass crickets. Just look at these frogs. Dude, he Frogs gave, love the water. <laughs> they love it. He gave the frogs airtime. What a... Wow. That's mm. investigative reporting right there, chaps. Now, you know what he never did? He never went to our broadcast school. Okay, I can check that <laughs> off. Next page. That would be uh, Burt's School of Broadcasting. Yes. Lakeland, Florida. Yes. Burt's School of Broadcasting. Where they teach you how to speak from your diaphragm. They will teach you everything you need to know. But yeah, I yeah. I came across that Burt's. and I was just like, holy fuck. This Because like y'all, 20 seconds in, I was like, today, Junior, for fuck's sakes, we already know what happened. We're yeah. only coming to find this. Because we see that it's three minutes long and you might actually have some fucking information. I like that he specified that this happened outside. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) And near water. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, now why would an alligator be in your kitchen? You know? (laughs) But we did promise early on that we would have some bacon stories. (laughs) And we did mention that farmers with pigs are just having this. This little brick of gold walking around and four little legs. Yeah. Bacon. Um, they can definitely walk, but I don't know how well they can swim. And a good friend of ours that's been on the show numerous times, Stone, we've talked about her enough. You know who the fuck she is. She lives on a farm, has animals. In fact, it was a couple episodes ago, Rona was telling a story about how he had to chase down this new pig that she just got because he's a bit of a fucking rowdy one. Right. He's a rowdy little fella. He roots up shit. Like he... Stone got this pig from her neighbor at a at a adjacent farm because the pig was fucking their landscape up too fucking bad to keep it, which is saying something because all <laughs> pigs fucking root around right, and right. fuck shit up. So Stone occasionally has to get out in her her ponds and you know either either go kayaking for fun or clear out you know clogs and drains and things like that or kill beavers or, yeah she yeah. throw dynamite, throw dynamite a, at beavers <laughs> throw dynamite in a chipmunk's asshole i don't yeah, fucking yeah. know man she's a busy gal yeah she i don't is. understand this farm she's life got shit to do i hear it's fun well <laughs> she posted some of the best snapchat videos uh, i've ever seen at least as far as <laughs> if you're into pig shit <laughs> so here's some videos that stone sent us uh of her out in the kayak just going for a swim with her pig. Enjoy. You've seen it here first, folks. This heifer swims. I guess because her fat ass is so buoyant. Hang on, I can't even find her in the camera. There she is. Pee wee! Pee wee! Come on, Pee wee! <laughs> has to come out here and follow me. <laughs> and yes, it is too windy to kite. I got that. that. This pig's just swimming in circles. Come on, Pee-wee! Not listening to shit. She's like a pro swimmer. She even puts her face underwater for a bit. <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> All right. So that's just a setup. Yeah. It's a windy yeah. day on the pond. Yeah. This pig swimming around in circles yeah. out in the middle of the pond <laughs> and stones in a kayak. And so I don't know how many minutes elapsed, but here's where we check back in with stone. This is the face of someone who's a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's you. Her big ass was about to drown. 
drown because she couldn't swim in a circle. I mean, she could only swim in a circle because she was too damn tired to keep her fat head above water. So I had to go swimming to rescue the fucking pig. By the way, this is a spring-fed pond, and it's still cold. Thanks a lot, Pee Wee. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Pee-wee. <laughs> and it doesn't stop there. It does not. This is this is great. It right continues. Here. Yes. P.S. This is the pond the cows drink out of, which also means they shit in the water. I went swimming in a cow shit pond. With this bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck you, you Pee Wee. <laughs> Fuck that you. end. Oh, that's uh, great. There yeah. is all of the emotion of a fuck you. Yes. Uh, that you can muster. In that, that is some great shit right oh, there. Oh, Stone, thank you. Yes. <laughs> thank you for the comedy. Uh, this pig is nothing but fucking trouble, man. This pig is bacon. Kamala, remember, we're supposed to honor, respect, revere, and cherish everything she does because, you know, her skin color and the fact that she lacks a penis makes her a lot more effective at doing her job well she is smarter than we are i mean obviously because you can tell by just by the way she speaks oh the words yes it's just the words doug the words are (laughs) i imagine i mean she must have learned it from somewhere i just don't know where but i have an idea i think she went to rich white man school to learn how to speak so stupidly i have another example for you and this one is changing Changing gears just a little bit, and this one's far funnier. Is it still Kamahala? No. Oh, okay. This isn't. It's our someone else. It's our former president, oh. Donald J. Trump. All right. I don't know if you've heard, and we we didn't cover it last week because a I forgot, and b Will Smith kind of took over everything. He's changing gender to run for president. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. you, Kyle Donegan. Thank you. Fucking fingers crossed. Yes. Trans Trump. If you <laughs> haven't seen that on YouTube, yes. check it out. Please do. It's, it it's, is. it's fantastic. It is. It's golden. So we've read a couple of press releases from the office of the 45th president before on this show because they're fucking hilarious. Um, there's still something. You can take them off Twitter and you can... You can exile him all the way to the corners of polite society, but But, Trump never changes. Yes. And and like I've said before, I made a decision over a year ago to just laugh at the absurdity that is this fucking world we live in. And Donald Trump is still the grand marshal of the lunacy parade. And it's just fucking, it's great. It's fucking great. So I didn't even know that he put out a fucking press release about this, but I saw it on my Instagram. That the old man hit a hole-in-one on a par three. Sure he did. On one of his golf courses. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I saw the video, and I was like, yeah, who who gives a fuck? The motherfucker put out a press release detailing that, yes, I, in fact, hit a hole-in-one. I'm going to read it now. From the office of former President Donald Trump. <laughs> it has the fucking seal. Seal and everything. <laughs> I know. It's, dude, it's, it's funny. It's dude. funny. So. Okay, so March 28th, 2022. <laughs> Statement reads, or headline reads, statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th president of the United States of America. And this is this is him writing this. Yeah, I know. Of course it is. No, it's John. What's his name? Is uh, Never mind. Well, well I, you can tell that he wrote this. one. Yeah. But do you know, do you, do you, you know, uh, back in the 80s, he made up a made up a person. Oh, really? And he would do press for himself. He was like a ghostwriter for yeah, himself. He was. Well, and he would actually 
people would call and they would think they were talking to, they would be talking to him, but there's, he'd say, no, this is John, whatever. And he would talk about how great Trump was and how it, it's, <laughs> it's Hello? funny as hell. This Look is, it up. You can, it's funny as shit. This is John old <laughs> trunk. <laughs> what can I do you for? Yeah. Would you like to buy a steak? <laughs> I can't do a Trump. I, it, I, anyway. Yeah. So you can tell this is him just by the way he fucking writes this. Right. Many people are asking, so I'll give it to you now. It is 100% true. While playing with the legendary golfer, Ernie Els, winner of four majors and approximately 72 other tournaments throughout the world, Gene Sawyers, winner of the Senior U.S. Open, Ken Duke, and Mike Goodies, Goods, Good days. In other words, I have witnesses. Both excellent tour players. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Both excellent tour players. I made a hole in one. It took place at Trump International Golf Club in West Palm Beach, Florida, on the seventh hole, which was playing 181 yards into a slight wind. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> I hit a five iron, which sailed magnificently into a rather strong wind. Oh, the wind picks up after he swings. That's what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was hurricane force, I tell you. With approximately five feet of cut, whereupon it bounced twice and then went clank. <laughs> Fucking clank is this in italics. Is, this is your this is your president, your former president. Oh Elliot. shit! Oh. And then clank. it went clank into the hole. These great tour players noticed it before I did because their eyes are slightly better. But on that hole, this is fucking. Okay, I gotta back up. Can you believe we? Can you believe this man we knows live Putin. in this world? I mean, this, this, is, this, is, this, is, this is amazing to yeah, me, man. Yeah. He took time to do this. Do you think he just did speech to text? Because it's. Because it's. Oh fuck! Okay, hold on. Okay. Okay. Oh my god. Okay, there's a little more. Stay with me, Doug. We're about halfway through. <laughs> These great tour players noticed it before I did because their eyes are slightly better. But on that one hole only, their swings weren't. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. God damn it. <laughs> oh my God. Oh Ugh. my God. Ugh. So he has witnesses. <laughs> <laughs> to, to the fact that he's better than they are oh, okay. <laughs> on this one hole. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> he's still going, <laughs> and he has to write anyway. <laughs> anyway, there's a lot of chatter about it. Quite exciting, <laughs> and people everywhere seem to be asking for the facts. <laughs> Playing with that group of wonderful, talented players was a lot of fun. The match was Ernie and me with no strokes against Gene, Mike, and Ken. I won't tell you who won because I am a very modest individual. <laughs> so modest, I had to write this fucking yeah, thing out. Your modesty is like—it's on display right now, Mr. President. <laughs> fucking oh, love this man. 
<laughs> because I'm a very modest individual, and you will then say I was bragging. <laughs> And I don't like people who brag. That is fucking gold. And that's the end. That's that, how he ends it. I don't like people who brag. It, 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 <laughs> it's amazing, dude. It's is that is it not incredible that we live in this? It, it this, dude, when I this. First, that's our president. That's <laughs> our, that was our president oh, two years ago. Fucking Christ, dude. When that's I insane. when I read that. <laughs> I was far worse than we are right now. Oh my because god! Because I could only go a sentence at a time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <was so> yeah. <laughs> a lot of people are asking. Yeah. 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 Who? Who? Nobody. Who's asking? You could have done that Nobody without would. telling a soul. Yeah. Nobody would have known, but the golfers they were with him. He was press release. Oh uh, my god! This one time, this one day, on um, this one hole, I made it go clean. I'm the greatest. And because, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Man. Oh my goodness! I miss him. If you, all I can say is anybody that votes for that man again, hey, I want um, him on Twitter. I want him yeah. back. On, I just want him back on Twitter. <laughs> like, why can't? <laughs> uh, nobody uh, has a writing style like this. Like, uh, no, yeah, yeah. Nobody, uh, dude. <laughs> he is the he is the grandest self promoter ever oh. to live. My New Year's Eve was quite enjoyable. Um, <laughs> mine, not so talking. much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll skip mine. Because uh, what, I, what I have to say will come back to both of us. But I'm interested, Doug. How did you ring in the new year? Well, <laughs> let's get to that. <laughs> it all started. <laughs> it all started. I went to work like a normal day. I go to work. I get home. Get home I, around 7.30. I woke up. Birds were chirping. <laughs> yeah, CNN producers were, were chirping, fucking kids. Yeah. And a very normal day. I was looking forward to a very mundane <laughs> new year. Just <laughs> sitting at home watching TV. Yeah. And uh, so I get home and I go to visit a friend. <laughs> Um, we won't mention who that friend is right now, but I go to visit a friend and, and the friend is visiting from somewhere. I'm not going to say where, and they say, would you like a gummy? Sure. Being in the festive spirit that you're in. Now I thought this gummy was Delta eight because we had been talking about Delta eight prior to the gummy being pulled out. So. He, pulled, he has two boxes of gummies. He goes, I got these and I got these. Now, the box that he had on top, of course, is the box that I picked. And uh-huh. I pulled a gummy out and I put it in my mouth and I ate it. No big deal. Nothing. Nothing to it. So then immediately, I, Immediately, though, everyone's... Uh, everyone gets extremely quiet. And very concerned. <laughs> very, and, and, and starts looking at me very strange. Eyes are wide open. Jaws are Now, agape. when I'm handing the box back to the fellow, <laughs> I notice it says 500 milligrams on the box. And I'm thinking, 500 milligrams of what? <laughs> and so, basically, I eat the gummy bear. Oh, it's not a gummy bear. It's a little, a gummy, little square. A gummy, gummy cube. Gummy, Gummy cube, yes. I eat the gummy cube. I come back home. I'm sitting watching TV, and uh, now this is all allegedly. This is this. This may or may not have happened. It's just how I've heard it told. Y- yeah, this this could have happened. Maybe not. Maybe it did. <laughs> so I'm sitting and I'm watching TV, and uh, and I'm sitting on the couch, and I'm noticing I keep sliding down the couch. I keep sliding <laughs> down. 
I'm like, what the fuck? So I sit back up. Did I lose my ass? I, I sit back up in the couch. <laughs> and and I'm sitting there for about maybe another two or three minutes, and I notice I'm sliding down the couch again. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Gravity must have been super heavy that night. So then I go to stand up, and I can't stand up. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, uh, I'm thinking to myself, uh, should I be worried? And I'm like, nah, I feel good. I feel fine. I'm okay. I don't even care that my legs don't work right so now. So my wife asked me to let the dog out. She says, can you let the dog out? I say, no. <laughs> <laughs> she says, why not? I say, because I can't stand up. <laughs> she says, should we go to the emergency room? <laughs> I say, no, it's not that bad. <laughs> so we're sitting, we're sitting there watching TV, and I swear to you people, I'm not, I am not making this up. I've, I have been, I've been known to, you know, to dabble. partake, to, to dabble with cannabis my entire life, mm-hmm. and. I got to say, I have never been this high in my entire fucking life. Now, what were you watching on TV? Never. Now, we're watching a show on TV. This is what was really nuts. <laughs> we're watching TV, and my wife, when my wife is watching TV, she likes to have the captions on. Yeah. Right? And I'm sitting, and I'm watching TV, and these captions keep popping up. And every time they pop up, they're doing these weird fucking things. And I'm, and, and I'm like, and I'm like, so I sit there for like a minute and I'm watching these captions. And finally, I just, I told my wife, I was, turn them off, turn them off. And she's like, what, what? And I was like, turn the captions off. And I said, they're freaking me out. Have you ever looked and, at captions <laughs> on weed? Oh, oh my God. Dude, I've never hallucinated. Uh, from from we I've never I've, I've never had that experience. Are the subtitles and like speaking to you? They were, no, it's like no. you're gonna die, dude. Doug. They would come up and they would literally dance. They would <laughs> dance and then disappear. And it was freaking me the bring fuck out. Bring them back. Bring them back. And then they'd come back. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a caption, you know? It's the one people are saying. And, it's a natural and, thing yeah. that they do. That's yeah. so exactly what they do. And so I'm flipping out. I'm totally freaking out on this. And so I'm sitting, I'm sitting there and I am, I, I literally, I'm literally paralyzed by this point. And, um, <laughs> and my wife, and I tell my wife, my wife was like, you look uncomfortable. <laughs> and I said, I am uncomfortable. And, and she says, uh, what do you need me to do anything? I said, I don't think there's anything that can be done. <laughs> and, and can so you speed up time. So I'm sitting there and I realize that I have to remember to breathe. Ooh, that's when it's getting good. This is, this is the first time this has happened to me in my life. Now I yeah. know other people have said that it's happened to them. This has never happened to me. I've never been so high that I would forget to breathe. Yeah, no, it's terrifying and, as fuck. And and I and I was sitting there, and I and I would be like, I'd, I'd be sitting there, and I'd be like, "Have I breathed? Have I breathed yet? Okay, breathe." And then I'd be like, "Oh, I can't breathe." And 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 then, <laughs> and, and then I then I'd say, "Breathe, come on, man, breathe." I'll be like, oh, I can't breathe. And then all of a sudden, I'd take a regular breath. And I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm all right. You know? And it was, just, it was so fucking weird. And so I'm sitting there for maybe half hour, max, I guess. Yeah. And uh, and here it comes. I, I, I feel it. Uh, my mouth starts watering. I feel it. I got to throw up. 
So I take <laughs> off running. I get up. I don't know how. Before this happened, I couldn't even stand up. Now, now when it happened, when it actually happened, I sprinted all the way to the bathroom. I sprinted all the way to the bathroom. Didn't miss a step. Made it all the way to the toilet and sat there and was throwing my guts up. And it, and every time I would throw up, I would lean against the wall in my bathroom and I would be even more high than before I threw up the last time. And I didn't think I could get any high. And so I'm sitting in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm sitting in the bathroom leaning against the wall, and I am so high. I mean, I am just high as hell. And the dogs, my dogs, they're freaking out because they've never seen me like this. You know, They're flipping out. They don't know what the fuck's going on. They're coming in the bathroom like looking me on the face. And stuff. Like, That's just what you're here, you okay? He's like, oh, look and at I'm, this pretty little alien. Come here, And buddy. I'm taking my clothes off, you know, <laughs> And, uh, and so my wife, my wife comes in and she sits down. She sits out on the floor outside the bathroom with me, and I got to give her that. I mean, she she was with me the whole fucking time. It was it was crazy. Yeah. But she sat there. She sat on the floor outside. I'm sitting on the floor in the bathroom. I'm like, oh my god. And the whole time, I'm thinking to myself, that motherfucker. That's, and this is the guy that gave me the gummy. The whole time, I'm thinking that motherfucker knew he knew. And then. And then uh, after that, I would think, why do these even exist? Why do why do they even make a gummy that will do this to a person? Yeah. And and I was and I and I and I sat there and I thought to myself and I was and I even I just said it out loud to my wife. I'm like, why would these even exist? And my wife's like, I don't know. <laughs> you know? I don't know. She's like, if they do that to people, I mean, my God, man, why do they exist? And, uh, and this so, is an evil amount of weed. It, it is. It was totally evil. It, it was. It was. It was most. It was the most uncomfortable I've ever been. And so I stay in the bathroom. I'm in the bathroom like two hours. New Year's comes in. I'm still in the bathroom, fucking trying to hurl. And by this time I'm dry heaving, you know, and it's just, oh man, it's just, it was horrible. And so, man, my chest is killing me, you know? And, uh, and my wife says, I got some medicine for nausea. You want to try it? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> well, yeah, let's try it. Now, yeah. okay. Do I remember how to swallow? Yeah. Now, now I stand up in the bathroom. I stand up, I'm hanging onto the counter, you know? And, uh, and, and I never got the spins. I was never really spinning or anything like that. Yeah. It was just, I couldn't stand up. I couldn't hold myself up, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and so I made it back into the living room and my wife gives me the medicine and I take it and I passed out. I passed out on the couch and I woke up at like three 30 in the morning mm -hmm. and at three 30 <laughs> in the morning, when I woke up, I felt like I originally wanted to feel when I, when I, when I originally went over at seven 30. Oh so, so when I woke up at like three 30 in the morning, I'm like, Hey, yeah, no, this is no, shit. No, it's like, just a delay. And yeah. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and so at like three 30 in the morning, I wake up and I, everybody else is long gone to bed by this. I walk outside, you know, I'm walking out, I was walking around in the front yard, just high as hell. And I, and it was, it was nice then, you know, it was actually nice then. And so then I fell asleep again. Uh, this is on New Year's was on Friday, right? New Year's Eve was Friday night. Friday yes. night. Okay. I wake up on Saturday high as hell, just completely high all day long. Um, Kept burping, you know, and, and feeling like it's gonna throw up again, you know. And, oh and I was like, and I was like, yeah, which I never did. I never threw up again, but it was just the whole that whole thing kept playing through my head, you know. Oh, yeah. And what's so crazy about it is, you know, when you're drinking, you don't remember shit. Yeah. I remember everything. I remember every little, 
fucking thing about this. And I never want to go through this again. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I remember, I remember when I was sitting there on the floor, my wife, we started talking about Joe Rogan. I was high as hell sitting <laughs> in the toilet. And, and she goes, yeah, Joe Rogan. He said that he was talking about that one gummy being El Diablo. Yeah. And I said, and I said, he's sitting right here. Like, the yeah. I think right we here. should, I think we can all agree that a gummy bear should not be able to steal your soul. That is that. <laughs> and that is my point. I mean, and, and I told my wife, I like the devil sitting right here. He's sitting right in between us. You know, I mean, he's here. I've been talking to him the whole fucking time. And, and, and so, so, uh, that Saturday night, uh, I go go to bed again. I wake up Sunday. Sunday, uh, I had to work. I had to work on Sunday. So I go to work on Sunday and uh, still high. I mean, I'm still high on Sunday. <laughs> two days, two days yeah, in this now. is two days in, you know. And I'm still high, and I go to work, and I'm like, you know, and I work for like half the day, and and then I come home Sunday, and uh, and then Monday morning, same thing. That this uh, today is Wednesday. We're doing this podcast on Wednesday. Yesterday was the first morning I woke up without being having a buzz. <laughs> since, since Friday night. Since last Friday night. So, and today, today's the fifth. So yesterday would have been the fourth. Yesterday would have been the first day I woke up without even the hint of a buzz. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I, all I, I, this, is, this, is, this is how I feel now. I'm completely, I'm a little bit changed. On on the legalization part. Oh, no, 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 not the not not the legalization, the regulation. I I have I have completely changed my tune after after that night. Now there is no need for a gummy like what I took to exist. There's no need for that. Even a person with stage four cancer. Uh, taking one of those gummies, it's going to devastate them. Well, speaking of a modern day Marvel superhero of sorts, <laughs> we we have uh, <laughs> Hunter, the nefarious in-bomb oh. dropper, which made a little bit of news this week that uh, I just got to read this article for you. Oh, no. It's fucking hilarious. And God loved the New York Post. Um because they included the texts, like screen grabs of these texts. Yeah, where do they get this shit? Uh, well, that's what—that's your tax dollars at work, my well, friend. New that's, York Post has always been that step above the the Inquirer. So. I'm just saying, snagging text messages off, and of that's where I was saying phone. that's your that's your tax dollars at work, friend. Yeah. That's the NSA. Yeah. If they want to leak a little N-bomb drop out there three years after the fact or two years after the fact, they will do that. And they know that our media is ripe with fucking just... To run it for days. Evil succubuses. Right. Mm -hmm. That they'll take it. Which is why you got to question, okay, if... A quick divergence. If the Fauci emails came out in a FOIA request by BuzzFeed, they're probably bullshit. But when the New York Post gets screen grabs of text messages from Hunter dropping full-blown in-bombs, I got to think that's pretty real. (laughs) (laughs) I think those probably actually happened. So this one comes out. uh, What's the date on this bad boy? June 8th. So that was this week. First son, Hunter Biden. Rep- oh, first son. Uh, he really should be second son. There, yeah. was, there was another son. Yes. There was another son. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. 
<laughs> the one that died for the country instead of dying the wrong son died in the media <laughs> the wrong son died yeah but either way the remaining son hunter biden repeatedly called his white attorney the n-word in a in a pair <laughs> in a pair of bizarre and occasionally lewd text conversations late in 2018 and early 2019 uh back back in simpler times According to the newly unearthed messages, that's where it's like, well, how do they get unearthed? Yeah, the NSA. In an exchange on December 13, 2018, taken from Hunter's abandoned laptop and, <laughs> and first reported by DailyMail.com, the younger Biden asked Chicago-based corporate attorney George Macires, how much money do I owe you? Before adding, because... <laughs> oh, man, how do I read this? <laughs> hey why, why don't i play hunter and you play the other one or something let's switch it up all right <laughs> you gotta pull it up on your uh all right just uh i'll be hunter which is the blue text <clears throat> scroll down scroll down ah it had to load okay we have role play by jim and Arona. Jim and Arona. Arona will be playing the part of Hunter Biden. Nope. Nope. Oh. That's Jim. Jim which will is be blue playing, text. Jim will be playing the part I'm of gonna, Hunter Biden. I'm gonna be Mr. Blue Text Hunter, and Arona's gonna be Gray Text Attorney. There is zero coverage or pickup of the story. Zip. They spent a shit ton of resources on it too. For a year. Wow, thank you, Michael Cohen. I'm going to go ahead and flip you off. Oh, and you too. How much money do I owe you? Because, nigga, you better not be charging me Hennessy rates. That made me snarf my coffee. I just made that phrase up, by the way. I should have had your lineage. Clever son of a gun. It's wasted on you. Uh, apparently you do. That's what I'm saying, nigga. Why are you so tan in that picture you just sent? Where do you find unconditional? <laughs> no. This is a, okay. This is a totally different text thread. Text exchanges between Biden and his lawyer continued. <laughs> Where do you find unconditional love, then, George? Where do you? God loves unconditionally. Bo loves you unconditionally. Children are too young to understand what it means, but you will show them. The, there are ideals of unconditional love that serve as proxies. I don't have many. You? God? Oh my God, nigga. Did you just... Did you just a fictional character from the imagination of the collective frightened in my dead brother's unconditional love is what I should rely on and my kids aren't children, George? Uh, <clears throat> my parents' love was conditioned. My penis as of late has been unconditional. This is real <laughs> That's why we are searching for my penis. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we will always be 
researching. It's a big penis, George. They they'll always find it. And I only love you because you're black. <laughs> it's so annoying when you interact with frivolity. True that, nigga. But I'm done my rant. We will always be searching. To be serious for one minute, my true and beautiful friend, the, the search is over when you finally realize that the uncon unconditional love you give is the end of the search. And then it continues on after that. You know, that, that's, <laughs> what that, that reminds is, me of. That is insane. I was crying yeah. there for a minute. <laughs> it, that, is, that is amazing. That, that is the sun. Of the president of the United States, and the only on thing a text message with his attorney, attorney. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, ah, fucking love hunter. The this only dude's fucking awesome. He rules. <laughs> the only thing that I even threw in there that was not actually in there was like whenever they threw a gif up or you know something like that. Other than that, it was completely 100%. And it, remi it reminds me of the Chappelle bit where he's talking to his lawyers and he's like, uh, zippy doo 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 doo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's, that is fucking, that is classic shit. Boy, uh, I, I want to party with Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to have a tape recorder with me when I'm doing yeah, it. Just do your thing, be, honey. Yeah, just record the Dude, whole thing. In bombs and, <laughs> and talk about your dick. Yeah, just talk about whatever you want to. Yeah, I want to know what the fuck else is on that laptop. Oh, that I think oh, it's God, a, yeah. Dude, yeah, it's a it, treasure trove. That is, it, it's is that not, you can't write shit like this. You <laughs> can't. Uh, apparently you can, you can. if you're Hunter Biden. No, no, I'm saying <laughs> him taking a crackhead dude taking his laptop yeah. to a fucking repair shop yeah, dude, I said, and never going back to I get it. I say the N-word like 15 times. Yeah. You're going to love this and laptop. You're never going back to get it. No. You know? There's no telling what all's on that fucking laptop. Oh, you know, well, we saw the crack yeah. pictures, you know. I just, okay, here's a guarantee that I will make my listeners. If there's more text drops like this from Hunter, <laughs> we're reading them. I'm no threat to you. Look at me. Look look at me. Hey, <laughs> hey I, have, I did not go into the hood once this week. Good. After 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Good. Yeah. So I would imagine then staying in uh, quasi- upstanding areas you had nothing but normal boring ass fucking car like was there anything that came out of it that was like of note uh yeah there there were some things um i took this dude from uh the airport to ball grounds uh which uh you'd know better than i do i mean i i talked the whole trip it's about what an hour and a half from the airport in traffic yeah, sure. It could be five hours. The listener will never verify yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, well. So we can live in La La Land. <laughs> so, um, Ball Ground is a small city in the north tip top of Atlanta. north at 12 o'clock if yes. you're looking at Atlanta. Yes. Approximately 45 minutes north of Now the 400. airport <laughs> is south of the city. <laughs> now that we got our geographic uh, <laughs> annotations, carry, carry us on. Compliments of Sears. The yes. individual that I'm speaking of had a pigment. That shall we say was not light. So he's a brother. Yeah, he's a brother. And so <laughs> where do you find these people? <laughs> the airport. <laughs> they take everybody there. It's wacky. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yep. I thought that's what that was for. Yep. 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 <laughs> 
questionable. Ringing in the racism. I was like, is it? Is it? There, is it? Does it reach the bar? Yet? Yes. Does it reach the bar? I know. There's and a high. Like, hmm. There's a high standard on this yeah, podcast. If Arona's gonna say some oh, <laughs> racist shit, some overt racist shit, and now we we've got ringing in the racism bells right here we on did. Ignore the Rant. We've told Arona nothing about this. No. <laughs> he just heard for the first time why these bells are here. So uh, keep going. He had an idea, I'm sure. <laughs> so you and a black man. Yes, a black man. So, okay, you know, Doug, I know we've talked in the past on the podcast before about the movie The Big Short. And in that movie, they start investing in a, a type of stock if I'm correct about it, it's their EFTs, I think is what the Well, it's it's the it's basically the mortgage industry. What happened is the mortgage industry bundled all these mortgages together into uh basically a stock. Sure. It was, it was a fund and you could put your money into it. And the big short, you know, is about the guy that discovered that everybody was behind on their fucking mortgage and that all this shit was gonna default. Sure, but they but they started investing in, in the short and yes. shorting it. Yes. Basically they were betting against the right. market and everybody and, thought he was fucking crazy because mm -hmm. he was betting against something that never happened in history. They were betting on the collapse. Exactly. Yes. But, and, and they warned everyone first and was like, fuck you. If we're not, if you're not going to listen to yeah. us, we might as la, well make la, money. La, la, la. <laughs> yeah. Fingers in my ears. Yep. So I, I'm taking this gentleman and I already knew that, you know, he was going to be interesting because one of the first words out of his mouth is just tell you, man, 97% of people on this planet are all fucking losers. I mean, they should all be shot in the back of the head immediately. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. Black lives matter. Now you're Real starting to see why I'm telling guy. you that the hood might, maybe the hood isn't the dangerous place. It's the educated ones. Yeah. They no, let this, slide out. Yeah. This Hold one. On. I got to hit, I got to hit that for me. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty fucking I bad. started to hit one for you earlier, but I was like, yeah, well, we'll, we'll wait till Lerona hits one. <laughs> he sounded like a drug dealer who found the stock market. Nope. It's just kind Kind of how that whole kind of thing played out. <laughs> hey, I was piggybacking what Jim said. I mean, the stock market is kind of a drug deal. And there you have it. You made it to the end. Show's over, folks. <laughs> yeah, if you made it this far, I think you should seriously start questioning what you're doing with your life. <laughs> yeah, go outside. Do something different now. Yeah, man. <laughs> We've demolished at least half of your brain cells. You, you can't be proud of yourself. Huh, half. That sounds generous. I'm not good at math. <laughs> but anyway, in all sincerity, thanks again, Chuck and Nate, for giving us the opportunity to uh, put forth this absolute shit show for your listeners. And with that, we are out. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>